0: it's off and show we're on the team 980 we're always live as well on the free Odyssey app we are streaming live on YouTube as well at the team 980 for the folks on YouTube watching the stream uh, sorry I didn't have the the comment section up during that last segment thus did not know that our audio had an issue uh, we are working on fixing it for right now you're gonna get a, a, a slightly different feed uh, but you should be able to at least hear me uh, so that's that's good and then we'll get the uh, the full feedback. Here in a few minutes, the engineers are working on it. They're great, uh, but uh, they can't fix it if they don't know there's a problem. So we've let them know, and we will pick that up on the YouTube stream uh, expeditiously. So in uh, in lieu of all that, let's get back to it, shall we? Uh, Back to first and 10 and pick up with number four. Number four. I have watched this football team closely since 2015, and... That's that first half is about as bad of a first half football as I've ever seen, and I've seen some bad ones. I've seen some bad ones specifically in that stadium. Um, Think back to some of the the Giants Commanders games back in the day, end of season. They're trying. Everyone's just ready to be done. I've seen some really bad ball, but offense, defense, special teams failing that spectacularly in succession to the point that you're down 27-7 to the Jets at halftime. A Jets team that had scored, like, no offensive touchdowns in the first quarter all year. I think it was literally, like, one. And you gave them, like, six possessions in the first quarter. It was insane. That first quarter took forever. And it was all basically the commander's fault. And I just... It's it's interesting because the, you, you think that there can't be more new lows for this organization. And yet... We continue to find them every single week. Uh, by the way, Anthony, I am hearing a beeping noise right now. I am too. Do you, is there? A, what's what's happening today? Yeah, I think it's something. To eat. Is there? George. Is it in my studio? Is it over the air? Are you hearing it? Did Russell leave a booby trap in here? Oh man. Yeah, it's something. It's something that's beeping in this studio, which is fantastic. In the middle of a radio show, an audio medium. We're. Uh, I don't know what it is, and I. You wanna know what? We're just gonna apologize to everyone who can hear it beeping in the background. I'm gonna do my best with my ADD. Anthony's gonna go see if he can figure out what it is, and um, we'll just continue to mark this up to Tuesday being Tuesday. What happens when a Monday and a Tuesday come together? chaos. Oh, and now it's now it stopped. Cuz of course it did. What kind of cursed day. This is this second segment so far is the Washington Commanders in the first half against the Jets. That is what is happening right now. Maybe I should be maybe I should be less critical. It can happen to all of us. Circumstances beyond our control. Point is I said point is number 5. All right. Um, the run game continues to remain effective. And this, this would be my one huge gripe with the in all of this. Um, I don't, I don't know what his aversion to success is, especially for a guy that played running back in the league. Like Rodriguez was averaging almost six yards a carry for nearly the entire game. Gibson had a bunch of plays that he turned minus three into one, his average yards after contact was pro- had to be four or five yards in this game he continues to to find slither ways and you know Rodriguez rolled his ankle late in this game and Gibson might have to just be the starter next week and I'm like oh well maybe he'll actually get the football you're one of your most talented players it is wild to me wild to me that they cannot find ways to just consistently get guys carries that are doing being successful I don't I don't and when I say fine guys carries, I mean, call run plays. I don't need to be coy. Like I just, for a quarterback that was struggling for an offense that was doing well when they were running it, why the aversion to doing a thing that is working? that doesn't have the risk of your quarterback having to quarterback when he is incapable of quarterbacking. I don't get it. Number six, number six in our first and 10, 10 observations from the game on Sunday. Uh, Benjamin St. Juice to me is like the Sam Howell of this defense. I don't think he's actually as bad as he has shown this season, uh, specifically recently, but it's clear he is walking on a razor's edge from a confidence standpoint, uh, this season, and he keeps cutting himself on that razor and the season can't come to an end fast enough for him. Now he is hurt. Uh, perhaps he will not play this weekend. We do not know yet, but He, like, some of the PI calls, I I actually feel bad because some of the the penalties that were called on him were pretty soft, and I feel like the reputation calls because everybody is picking on Benjamin St. Juice every week, and there are penalties called him every week. Some of them are legit. Some of them are soft. But it is clear, like, he's not up to this task. Quit putting him on Garrett Wilson. Quit putting him on the best receivers in football. He can't do it. And at some point, it becomes not about the player but about the coaching staff. But I also do wonder next year with better coaching after he had Brett Wieselmeyer coaching him for much of this year, who was good enough to get fired, um, all due respect, is he better? I think from a, a physical ability standpoint, he's shown he can be better than this. But the defense pitches a shutout in the second half until that very end, large part without him. And because the Jets and everyone else loves to pick on him. So quit exposing him. And also, by the way, Emmanuel Forbes played all right. Ron in the press conference today was like, "Oh, he still made a bunch. Of, he still made some mistakes. Still some whatever." From a production standpoint, he had a hell of a lot better game than Benjamin Saint Juice, and I hate that for BSJ because he's a great kid. But Emmanuel Forbes is your first round pick. Benjamin Saint Juice is getting murdered. Make the freaking switch, Ron. What I don't, I just, what did Emmanuel Forbes do to Ron Rivera? I don't get it. Number 7. That said, the de- defense has continued to play better since Rivera took over. They have been faster, more physical, and they've actually done this crazy thing called generate turnovers. The Cody Barton pick is fantastic. The biggest mistake Rivera made this year arguably is not replacing Jack Del Rio with himself sooner. Um yesterday, they played actually pretty well. They were a victim of circumstance. The Jets snapped the ball in their own territory, most of which inside their own inside the red zone for basically every play until the fourth drive of the game. They had another short field off the final interception from Hal. they have multiple short fields because of special teams like they got no help yesterday and were able to hold on. But still, I mean, they give up an explosive play in the run game. They give up a couple of drives to a Jets offense that is abysmal. But they ultimately played 90 snaps yesterday. Like, PFF counted it out for 90 snaps. What NFL defense can hold up over 90 snaps? By the way, they actually did hold up uh, because they were better late than they were early. But good gracious, that was terrible. Speaking of terrible... Number eight. That is the worst special teams game I've seen an NFL team play in my entire life. Literally my entire life. In the first half yesterday... They gave up a blocked punt. They fumbled uh, a kickoff. Uh, It was a muff by Pringle. He recovered it, but it cost them mega field position. They had the Crowder whoopsie-daisy fumble ruski play. Uh, You had the illegal touch to give up extra field position by Christian Holmes, which is just a mindless play. They They get off the field. The defense does. Holds up in a major situation. Fourth and three. Tariq Castro fields. Jumps off sides as a gunner. What?! You're supposed to run backwards. I know you want to get a good jam, but what? Never seen that before. Gives up a first down. Jets score on that drive. And they also, all of that is in the first half. And then they had some more penalties and issues in the second half. Joke of special teams. That unit has been largely good all year. Yesterday, nightmare. Number nine. Uh, The Jets had a third and 28, a second and 40, committed 14 penalties in one. Uh, There's no analysis there. That's just a statement of fact. That is a thing that happened yesterday or on Sunday. The Jets had a third and 28, a second and 40 on separate drives. Separate drives. Third and 28, second and 40 committed, I believe it wound up being 14 penalties, and they won the football game. Number 10. And they won in part because Ron Rivera still just refuses to math the math when it comes to game management. They score to go down seven. And or sorry, to go, yeah, to go down seven. They decide to kick an extra point to go down six instead of going for two and being down five. Now, why is that important? Because with about 10 minutes left in the game, it is perfectly feasible that the Jets would get another field goal. So if you're down six, well, then you you can... uh, Oh, sorry. If you're down six and the Jets kick a field goal, you're down nine. That's bad. If the Jets... uh, or if you're down five and the Jets kick a field goal, you're down eight, well, now it's one score. Or if you score again and you get the two-point conversion, then after you get the first one, you could be up three and prevent, I don't know, a game-winning field goal that exactly what happened to you. And the downside is if you miss the first two-point conversion, you're still down seven. So you're only down one touchdown, an extra point. You can either kick the extra point and go to overtime, or you can try a two-point conversion should you score like they did, and you could win the football game. Uh, So, all in all, terrible decision-making from Ron Rivera. They could have, if they just tried two-point conversions, had 30, been tied, but all in all, I'm not mad about it because better draft position. And more proof that Ron Rivera is not up to the game management part of being an NFL head coach, something that has been true for his entire NFL head coaching career. That is first and 10 here on the Hoffman Show. Amidst the beeps, amidst the the audios, we fought through it. We finished strong because that is what we do. We also give you a take command, even if it's Christmas. Uh, Logan wasn't able to join, but how about some insight from our guy, Mark Bullock? Nobody watches the tape quite like Mark does, grinds it out. Uh, Always has such great analysis. So we got into the Howell-Bursette distinctions, why Howell struggled, why Brissette succeeded, and we disagree, actually, on what should happen next. Mark and I's instant reaction from Sunday's game next. It is The Hoffman Show on the Team 980 and always live on the free Odyssey app.